Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm Caleb. I'm Isaac. And I'm Ryan, and we are the King's Advocate Podcast. Thank you so much for uh, choosing to join us for another episode. Um, we are uh, we are going to be talking about forgiveness this episode, and before we get started too much, we just want to say we are not scholars. We love the Bible. We have a passion for talking about it, and we hope that um, listening to us is, is, is helping you in that same that same passion. So that's that's what our our aim and our focus is. But today, we want to talk about forgiveness. And I think when we when I talk about something, I, I think it's you know something as kind of broad and general as forgiveness. I like to know you know what is that thing? What what is forgiveness? And uh, the definition of forgive is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards somebody for an offense. Uh, hold up one second. I got part of it. Offense, flaw, or mistake. So, I think we all kind of have a common... So I think there are some common misconceptions about um, about forgiveness. And, and one of those is... Or, or actually, let me just pose a question. What do you guys think about forgiveness? Is forgiveness necessitate forgetting the wrong that was done to you? Um, I don't think it is forgetting but um not harboring ill will uh like for example if if my wife does something that i feel was disrespectful to me i'm not going and i forgive her for that i'm not going to bring it up again and if she ever does that again i'm not going to say you know you you did this to me in the past because i've put that away i can't make myself forget it but i have i've put it away i've pardoned it and i'm not going to bring it up again well, you know, God in Micah 7 and verse 19, it says, He will turn again. He will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. So it seems as though God forgives and forgets. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Well, I also think that us as humans, we don't have the, I don't know, I can't forget something on purpose. Um and, you know, I don't know if I've actually ever tried to forget something on purpose, but I, you know, naturally can't forget things, you know, just on the fly. Um, but I think what Caleb was mentioning to not hold that against them, to not, uh, you know, keep them. Um, well, yeah, just to not hold them against or hold that against them, because I, I I've always thought, you know, people have always said to forgive and forget and all that kind of stuff. But over my entire life so far, you know, I remember those things, but it's up to me whether um, when I remember those things, what I'm going to do with that, whether I'm going to, you know, remember that and those feelings of hatred are going to come back and I'm going to, you know, either, you know, be rude to them, do different things to them, act differently around them uh, or, you know, just passive aggressively do things to them without really letting it be known. Um, it's, you know, up to me whether I'm going to, what I'm going to do with what happened, because I don't know if I can, you know, actually forget it. I mean, I might over time, but in that moment, I don't think I'll be able to forget it. Right. And I, I think that's kind of the key. I don't think God actually forgets our sins in the, in the way that we're thinking of, you know, I don't, I don't know that he just blanks them out of his memory. I, I suppose he could, but 
You know, Galatians <laughs> 3 and verse 27 talks about, for as many of you as been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So forgiveness of sins from God is is not a, those sins no longer exist in, in some ways. It's Christ's blood covers us. And so when God looks at us, instead of seeing the sins that we're actually covered in, he sees Christ. And I, there's a difference there. In he, he chooses to act towards us as though we have not sinned. And that's a difference than forgiveness. I, I, I just want to point out that it's really funny that you said he doesn't just blot them out of his memory. <laughs> when There is a verse that says yeah. when he forgives people of their sins, he will blot it out of the book of his memory. <laughs> Bring that verse but up. What verse, I am... that? what verse is that? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll find that. But I do completely agree with what you're saying. Uh, I don't think God just... You know, it's like, oh, what? I, I didn't know you did that. I, he he knows it happened, but to him, he's he's treating it as if it didn't because he, he's separated it from you. Um, go ahead and go on to your next point while I find this verse. Yeah, find this verse that undermines my whole point. Why don't you? Well, you were, you were <laughs> no. I actually agree. I actually agree you were with talking your point. about how you're talking about you know God uh, not forgetting that and being able to separate that from others, but you know. That's he doesn't that's keep kind of record whole, of it. I think right. That's the <laughs> right, whole, right. and that's the whole, uh, you know, process and thoughts behind it that we have need to have for other people. Um, you know, not to look at them and just remember every single thing that they've ever done, but to look at them, you know, and to, I guess, just. I don't know. I, I almost said to just forget it, but I, I know that's kind of like what we're talking about. Well, and, and my, my point is this, is like you said, Brandon, we are not wired to forget things. We can't just blot them out. You know, God, God may, God, I mean, God has that power, I suppose. And I don't know, I don't know exactly how God thinks of sin because I haven't had a conversation with God where he's told me other than, you know, reading his words as he puts yeah. it away and it's gone. But Galatians 1 and verse 13, um, Paul here talks about how he persecuted the church and how beyond measure he, he persecuted the church and he wasted it. People died because of that persecution. People in the church died or were put in prison. How in the world could you expect, how in the world could you forget that? You know, if you have, if you have somebody come in yeah, and they, they're, members of your family, your your blood family or your church family, they are put in prison, they are killed, they are they are beaten because of this individual. And then this individual comes back later and you know is baptized and he's a Christian now, would you be able to forget what happened? I don't think so. I don't think so. So Ryan, I found the uh, one of the verses here. There's a few that says this, but the one I think I was referring to is I, Isaiah 43 25 says i even i am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will remember thy sin and will not remember thy sins um and then acts 319 hold on let me read that <clears throat> acts 319 says repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the lord and then there's also other verses like um Hebrews 8 and 12. This is ESV. 
uh, for I will be merciful toward their iniquities and I will remember their sins no more. Well, but see, that's, that's what ESV. he's saying. That, that's ESV. That's a sin. Say that. Say that first one again, Caleb. Uh, which say what the first you one you said? Isaiah forty three twenty five, and I read those two in King James. <laughs> I was just Hebrews kidding. By the way, eight and twelve. <laughs> oh, I thought you were being serious. I was like, oh boy, no, I was just, just joking. <laughs> Um, no, uh, actually, it's translated the same way in KJV. Uh, 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 I will remember their sins no more. Well, yeah. Basically is what it says. Will you, like, actually read that again? Because I was going to say something about it. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but for real, read it. <laughs> so Isaiah 43 and verse 25 uh, says this. I, even I... Am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. So, what I was going to say about this is that it sounds like, you know, he is forgetting on purpose. And like how we were talking about, we as, you know, people can't do that. So, I think it's necessary to realize that, you know, we're not God. <laughs> yeah. We're not God, and he can do things that we can't. And I may be um, totally, I may have been totally off when I said that. I mean, it sounds like I was totally off when it says that God can can just forget sins i mean well i think well, he and can, i agree also but i also I'm, think he does it on purpose it says for his own sake yeah i don't think he he's not thinking about them anymore but we'll give account for those on right. on the day of judgment you know he he's not holding those against us anymore because they've been taken away from us but i don't think he just uh i don't think it's just escaped his all knowledge and wisdom you know right yeah i think i think the way that brandon's describing is is accurate it's not that he it just slips his mind and he forgets about it. it's that he made a choice to put our sins away and no longer yeah. and no longer attribute them to us there's a there's a quote by c.s lewis that's kind of haunting but i think it's c.s lewis i may have to look at it up later but if god sees and i'm paraphrasing this but if god sees all of time all at once for all eternity, then my sins are ever before him. So I mean, it, it's it's not that he just forgets it and like like he could just forget parts of time. They're there. He just puts them out of his mind, and he puts them. He's out not of, looking at them. Right. He's not looking directly at them and saying that was Caleb's sin or that was Brandon's. Is he's put that out of his mind? Right. Right. And it's and by the way, I want to add something really important to that for anyone listening. Uh, that only applies to people that have obeyed the gospel. Um, he, he's not going to, if you are, a, if you're a listener and you haven't obeyed the gospel and you haven't, uh, come into the church and joined that body and you're looking for forgiveness of sins, you can't have that unless you join the body. But once you do, and you're following after him and you've the blood of Christ covering you, that's what he sees instead. Well, so when you want to be forgiven of your sins and you have the blood of Christ on you, he can pardon that and see the blood of Christ. But if that's not covering you, he, your sins are still right in front of him. Right, which is you know a dangerous place to be. And I would encourage anybody who, who if, they, if they don't know how to access that or they don't know the steps of salvation, reach out to us and we will... We will get with you as quickly as we possibly can. But 
we would we would love to help anybody with that. If you have any questions about the Bible at all, or you just are in a tough place in your life where you, you need us to study with you, pray with you, we, all of us, would love to help you with that or at least guide you to someone who can. So, How have we not had an episode on the gospel? I don't know. I, I think... Well, it's going to be a, lo- a lot of parts. It's going to be a big... We're going to have to do that at some point. Yeah. Season three finale. <laughs> That, that, that actually would be really interesting that that is a good idea we do need to have a, a we do need to have a, an episode on the gospel itself but um, to get a little bit back on task here like you're talking about yeah 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 um, I, I don't know I really like the parable of the unforgiving servant you know we've got we have this servant here who he owes like what is it? Ten thousand talents, which a talent is like a year's wages so he owns like ten yeah it's it's somewhere around like uh, 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 like eight hundred billion dollars or something it's a lot crazy. Of money. This guy made eight hundred billion dollars a year and he still couldn't pay it back. <laughs> There's no way he made that. He 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 uh, lost the gambling. Yeah. So he owes this huge debt, and the king, he or his master, he forgives it. He he just he he doesn't just say you've got more time to pay it off. He he cancels the debt, which is amazing. And. You know, then ideally the servant would have gone out to the person who owed him money and he would have forgiven him that debt as well. But he didn't. Um, and so that's kind of why the parable of the unforgiving servant, he, he ends up being punished because he chooses to not forgive even though he was forgiven. But even can if I, he had... Can I ask a quick question? Yeah, go ahead. So how much was a talent, do you say, Caleb? Uh, 15 years of working wages. So like... So, like, you know, an average salary of an American today is, I think it's somewhere around, like, $55,000 a year or something. That's, like, the annual average, I think. And if you take that times 15 and then that times 10000 uh, 10, It's like $800 billion. It's, it's a lot. Okay. And how much did the other servant owe him? It was, like, a day's. A dollar? It was, like, a day's wages, something like that. Okay, I think it was less. There's a reason why those two are so, like, completely different. Why one owed this much and the other owed this much, and it shows how ridiculous a scenario is. Well, yeah, and that, and but my 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 point, I guess, with the the idea of this forgiveness is, even if the servant had chosen to forgive his his fellow servant he still would have been out that money, right? So when we forgive somebody else, that hurt is still going to exist. It's not like the hurt is going to vanish away immediately, but we it's the choice is we choose to behave as though they were not the ones who hurt us, as though they no longer bear responsibility for that. That's that's what forgiveness is. And we can talk some more about the parable of the unforgiving servant because it's really, really good. Um, It's a a perfect parable to go into this point, and it just covers all of the everything important about the topic. It's it's really good. Brandon Isaac, do you have anything on that? I'm I'm good. I think I already talked about what I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Sorry, what? I'll I'll bring up Matthew six. What did you say, Isaac? I didn't hear you. Did you have something to say, Isaac? I was saying, I've already, I said what I wanted to. The the fact that one of them owed 
more than anybody could ever pay in the in any lifetime and that was all forgiven and the fact that he wouldn't forgive another guy for owing him like a day's wage at the most is just so astronomically different and so and it, it so it so shows our futility in holding grudges against each other when we've been forgiven for every debt that we've ever owed yeah it's it's pretty amazing yep. it's amazing you know somebody looks at us the wrong way and we or says or texts us and we misread the text or misinterpret the text or they say something and we think their tone is aggressive and like we take that and we hold it against them for you know just long periods of time and it's like okay that that's one thing that you know you're you're kind of blowing out of proportion and we don't always do this i mean sometimes it is legitimate but we take that and we hold it and we just we like we refuse to let it go when God literally has seen us from the time that we knew right from wrong. He's seen us choose wrong just a thousand times and he'll forgive it every time. Like it, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing how, I mean, man, it's, it's amazing how, how self-serving humans are and how, and how, how hypocritical. Yeah, and I, I like the what uh, Isaac was saying about how crazy much that number is. And um, I will add that most of the biggest number you see in the Bible is like 10,000 because at that time, that number that Jesus was saying and talking about, 10,000, was to them, that was like, oh, that's like the biggest number you've ever heard. Like that's that's the biggest number we know. And if they had known bigger numbers, it might have been a bigger number that he said, but the, it got the point across that it was an infinite amount. That's how terrible this debt was. But the debt in the story, they were small what it brothers. represents is the sins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, third grade change. math. Anyway. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, that debt in the story is representation of the sins that we commit against God. So if you think about it in the grand scheme that I am just one of the children that he created, you know, he created the entire universe and billions of people and everything that ever has existed. And he's completely pure and holy and and awesome in every way. And I'm this little sinful speck on this earth that he created. Um, it kind of puts into perspective just how terrible you going against him is, you know, about how much of a burden and weight that puts on you to have gone against the creator of the entire universe and not only once, but thousands of times over. And then he's just willing to pardon all of it is it really puts it into perspective. Well, and it also puts into perspective why we need to forgive other people. Like, right. We have, you know, I, I, I think about why why people get so offended when when something wrong is done to them. You know, why why it is that if, if I do something and I hurt somebody else's feelings, why it's so hard sometimes for, for myself or for other people to let that go. And I, and I was thinking about that and I was like, is it because it's, is it is it the wrong that is done that's bothering us? You know, they did something evil, they did something wrong, they did something they shouldn't have done and that's why it's bothering me so bad. Or is it because they did it to me? And I think we can all agree, mm-hmm. it's because they did it to me. If Because we, we do things wrong all the time, right? I mean, I do things wrong, and they bother me, yes. But they don't bother me to the same degree that somebody doing something wrong to me bothers me. 
And it's right. I, I feel like it's because we we worship ourselves. Like, how dare they do this to me? How don't they know who I am? You know, like we're not the center of the universe, though. And right, it, it's it's so it's we really just need to put it in perspective and think. Okay, I'm created by God, and He He has forgiven me, and He has not you know destroyed me whenever I, I truly that's that's what I deserve. He hasn't done that, and I just I need to remember that when somebody hurts me. And that's that's difficult. It is it is a difficult thing to do. I'm not I'm not trying to say it's not. It is difficult. But but to add motivation to that is Matthew chapter six verses fourteen and fifteen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So imagine, you know, you, you've you sinned against the Father, which we all have, uh, probably many times all of us have, and then somebody does something against you. It, it should be pretty motivating to you to know in the back of your mind, if I can't let go of this, if I cannot forgive this person I will take all of the sins that I have and never be pardoned from them again. I will never have forgiveness of the sins that I've committed, and I will go to the grave with a burden of sin covering me. That That's a hugely motivating thing to know that if I want to be forgiven, I ought to be willing to forgive, which is the whole idea of the New Testament is that we're willing to share the love that was imparted to us. So we have to take that and be willing to give forgiveness to others. And it's going to be like, I, I think it's kind of almost like a muscle. We need to be, we need to be practicing it because people are going to, people are going to hurt us. That's just, that's just the truth. I mean, you can't escape it. People are going to hurt you in the church. Uh, people are going to hurt you inside your family. People are going to hurt you outside the church, outside your family. We need to be well-practiced at, at forgiving, forgiving people. Forgive me. <laughs> Brennan, you sound like yeah, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, when it comes to being well, I don't know, prepared, I think is what you said. How did you, how'd you phrase that? Just uh, like. I can't remember. I just sometimes exercise. like. Anyways, yeah, just exercising it and being well prepared kind of ahead of time. Um you know, something that's always helped me is that even in the little tiny things that I don't even, that I don't even, you know, I'm not even angry at, I'm not even, you know, I don't have any hatred towards this person or think to myself, you know, I forgive that person. Um, you know, even if it didn't necessarily rub you the wrong way, um, or just, you know, in all the small things that, you know, if you just let it go, you know, you'll never think twice about it, but to, but to go ahead and think to yourself, I forgive that person for these things and truly do forgive those people for those things. That has helped me whenever something very serious has happened and I'm struggling with genuinely forgiving someone because what they did actually hurt me. Um, and so that's kind of that's something that personally that I've been able to do to help me kind of stay prepared for when those moments come where I'm actually dealing with it. Right. And, and I, I think, you know, I, I think if we kind of put, put our, 
like if we're talking about the church, um, I think something that helps put put it in perspective for me is we need to remember that our our brothers and sisters are they're they're members of the same body, and and so that you know that means a lot of different things. Um, if we if we allow there to be a, a rift in the body, it's not going to function as well. It's going to be unhealthy. It, it's going to be, you know, if I, if I have a cut and I don't take care of that cut and I just let it stay, it could get infected. It could cause, you know, it, there's a lot of, a lot of really bad things that could happen if I choose to ignore something wrong inside my body. And the same is, is true in, in the body of Christ. Yeah. We need to remember that, you know, we, we are members of each other. We're members of one another. And the body does not function well if there's not healing, if there's not forgiveness, if there's not grace for sin. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of, I guess, consequences to not forgiving. Um, and like you said, especially in the church, uh, you know, we need to be willing to do that. But just in general, there's a lot of consequences to it, not just you know, spiritual consequences of if we don't forgive, God won't forgive us. Cause that's a, that's a huge consequence, but there's also consequences in our everyday lives. Um, a few that I've gotten down, it, it will ruin relationships that you have and friendships that you have with other people. It splits marriages. It's, you know, divorce is a huge thing. And a lot of times it comes down to someone did something and they, just refuse to forgive or it's, you know, mutual unforgiveness towards each other. And it's split congregations, church congregations that were once, you know, a body and, you know, something happens. And like you were saying, something happens and nothing is done with it. And it gets worse and worse and worse to the point where it splits. So there's a lot of very real consequences that affect our everyday lives whenever it comes to, not forgiving other people well and psychologically you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting anybody else by holding on to anger and bitterness i mean you're not i mean i i can't remember who who said this either but you know grudges or bitterness are basically like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies um yeah that's that's what anger that when when you hold anger inside it's not like it's a good feeling. It's not like it's making you any better. It's not like it's helping yep. you. It's yeah. it's hurting you. It's it's causing you to be held back, both in your relationship with that person, in your relationship with God, and in your just your overall general health and well being. You are you are holding yourself back. You are hurting yourself. We should also probably mention. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to ask, isn't there a passage in Romans that talks about if you have a brother that has offended you to go and speak with them privately? Or is that just in Matthew 18? Uh, I only remember I thought the that was in, in Matthew. But... Hold on a second. I thought there was one in Luke. Yeah, there's quite. it's quite a bit in the gospel Christ commands. If you've got a problem oh, yeah, with somebody, you, yeah, go, you go work it out. Right. But going yeah, to them... So in and, it, solving the issue yeah in a perfect world you you meet in the middle because if you've wronged someone you need to go apologize for that and we know that from the verses that we're talking about and if you've been wronged by someone you need to go to them and and let them know how that hurt you and give them a chance to 
to uh, apologize for that. So which kind of goes in a perfect what, world, you meet in the middle of the road. <laughs> which kind of goes to you know what you were saying right about holding grudges, because it's very important. If someone has you know offended you, sometimes they don't even know it. Right. And you know you, that needs to be addressed because, like you were saying, it hurts you a lot if you just keep that in. And so you need to get you need, you know you need to deal with that. You need to get that hatred out. You need to get through with. Uh, with forgiveness for that person um, by going to them because a lot of times I don't know if it's a lot of times but there are there are a lot of times actually that someone does something and to me and they don't even know that they did something I just hold it in and I don't do anything about it and it gets worse and worse so. right well and 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 I, this could be a really, really long episode just because there's so much that goes into this. And we may come back and do another follow-up on this. But I, I think it's important for us that, you know, we've talked about what it is. We've talked about why we do it. We need to talk about how we do it. How do we forgive? And I, I think that, you know, Brandon, you, you, you've got some notes down. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go ahead and, and take us <clears throat> into the first one. Yeah, um, the first one that I want to talk about is humbling yourself. And I feel like that's something we've talked about a lot already in the, this, you know, episode of understanding that or lowering ourselves down to the level of everybody else, not putting ourselves um, above everybody else to understand that we've sinned just like everybody else's. And an example that I want to use is, uh, you know, myself, a lot of times whenever um, whenever somebody has done something to me, um, or no, whenever I've done things to other people and I start to feel bad about it and I'm like, I, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to hurt you, blah, blah, blah. I want that person to forgive me. <laughs> I want that person to forgive me. And, um, it should be the same way backwards. Whenever someone does something to me, they, you know, if they know what they've done has hurt me, if, you know, if they know about that, you know, a lot of times they'll want you to forgive them. Um, and it, you know, I kind of just always look at it that way as if, you know, humbling myself to where I recognize that I'm just as, I, you know, I'm just as unworthy of uh, God's forgiveness as anyone else's. I've done things that are just as bad. You know, somebody we were talking about the uh, we were talking about the Apostle Paul, I think earlier um, of how he did all this, all this persecution of the church. And, you know, people still found a way to forgive him for that. You know, people do huge things to me. Um, and I've got to realize that, you know, maybe I haven't done exactly what they've done, but I've done something that in God's eyes is just as bad. Right. I've, you know, I've told countless lies i've you know i've done all sorts of things and so that's something that i've always had to do that's helped me in forgiving others is recognizing that you know i'm just as bad as how bad i'm making other people look what do you guys think well yeah that's a really great point i i i absolutely agree humility and, and recognizing your own sinfulness is just as is, is a huge step in in uh, 
in 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 forgiveness uh, and I, something uh, an exercise that I've tried to do whenever I'm really having trouble with forgiveness is I, I try to imagine the person who is there with me or, or the person who I'm upset with as you know kneeling at the cross of Jesus and you know you're you're there at the cross of underneath the cross the cross of Jesus and he's up there on the cross and and you're next to your brother and you you can't forgive him I mean Christ went through a a horrible ordeal he he suffered and he suffered and he suffered and it went on for hours and hours and hours and at the beginning of that the people who were nailing him to the cross he says father i want you to forgive these people if that doesn't touch your heart if the idea that that christ he loved us so much that even the people who nailed him to the cross, even the people who laid the whip across his back, even the man who put the spear in his side, he loved them that much that he wanted their forgiveness. That's an example we need to look up to. That's the kind of attitude that we need to be striving for in our own lives. And I just want to... Especially add... when you meld... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, especially when you meld what Brandon is saying with what you're saying, with how... Well, I'm a sinful creature. I'm no better than anybody else, so I need to forgive. And Christ was a sinless creation, or right. was was right. sinless. So, and He forgave everyone else. So, if yeah. I refuse to forgive, I'm putting myself in a position that places me more holy, or uh, maybe not more holy, but I am above Christ, and that I can decide whether someone else needs to be forgiven. Right. When Christ, and- who did no sin looked at me and looked at everyone else and said, you are forgiven. Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to say before, you know, before we close that we're, we're getting real close to the end here, but before we close, um, forgiveness also does not mean that you have to continue to put yourself in a situation and where you're going to be hurt in the exact same way. Um, sometimes you, you can forgive people and you ought to forgive people, but that doesn't mean you can't say, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, place myself uh, i'm going to put up a boundary in which that kind of thing doesn't happen again and i think that's important and i think you can do that and i think you ought to do that when necessary it doesn't mean there's an example of that i'm sorry you you go on no 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 you go ahead well there's an example of that when david king david well before he was king was being hunted by saul and time and time again uh, David would outwit Saul or he would escape and Saul would call him back and he'd say, forgive me, I've done wrong. And David would go back with him. But eventually David stopped going back with him. And he decided, well, how about you go back home and I'm going to go to this place and we're just going to be separated. And time and time again, yeah. Saul kept coming after David. And time and time again, he'd say, okay, well, I'm sorry, I did wrong. And eventually David said, Saul's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, like if no I more. don't, if I don't get out of here, Saul's going to kill me. It, and he did forgive Saul. I believe he forgave Saul, and he had respect and honor for Saul, but he understood that if I stay here, he will try to kill me again. Right, and and I mean, you, David had a tremendous amount of respect for Saul. He he had the opportunity to kill him, and he said, I'm not going to lay a hand on the Lord's anointed one. And then a man who says that he killed Saul and Jonathan, well, David killed him for that. He said, don't you know he was the Lord's anointed one? And he kills him. So there, I mean, David obviously had respect for Saul, but I do want to say that 
it's okay to place boundaries. It's okay for you to say, you know what? I love you. You're my brother. I forgive you. But also, I'm going to put myself, I'm not going to put myself in that situation again. Does that make sense? And I I think we ought to do that when necessary. And that, that is kind of dictates on a lot of different, that that's kind of predicated on a lot of different uh, variables, but I just, I do want to say that's okay. And, um, we also, you know, we need to humble ourselves, but we also need to pray and pray for, pray for our enemies, pray for the people who've hurt us, pray that God gives us the strength to forgive because that's, that's going to be tremendously helpful. Yeah. And one thing on, on that is that it, this is something that I heard J.R. Smith say in a lesson because I was trying to figure out how to forgive and, you know, he said it and it was literally a light bulb moment. He said, when you're praying for an enemy, when you're praying for somebody that's done something wrong against you and you're genuinely meaning what you're saying, you're not just saying the words um, and you're saying and bl- asking for blessings to, to fall on this person and all these things. When you're praying for that person, it's very difficult to hate them in that moment. It's very difficult to have that feeling of resentment whenever you genuinely are wanting good things to happen to that person. And, um, it's, you know, it's something that gets overlooked a lot because a lot of people, you know, find it very difficult to say those words, to say the words, you know, be with this person, help them, help me to, like you were saying, help me to be able to forgive this person. But speaking from own personal experience, because my prayer life has not always been how it needed to be. And whenever it wasn't where it needed to be, whenever I wasn't praying, I was having a very difficult time forgiving people versus well, versus whenever I my prayer life was, you know, maybe, you know, it was when my prayer life was more active in my life, it became a lot easier uh, to forgive that person. Not saying it's not, you know, not saying it's just the easiest thing in the world at all times, but it certainly made it easier whenever I was praying and talking to God and asking for blessings to be on these people that, you know, I'm feeling that hatred or resentment towards. What were you going to say, Ryan? Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, you think about the prayer that Jesus prayed in the garden when he prayed for us. We were, I mean, he was praying for people who were going to be his, his brethren and people who he was going to be their savior, but he was also praying for people who were going to be his enemies, people who were going to fail him. Yeah, and some people might say, "Oh, well, you know, that was Jesus. I can't do that." What about Stephen? You know, he was a yeah. he was a a person, a sinner, just like any of us. But he was able to do that too. Right. He was able to ask forgiveness on the people that killed him as they were killing him. Right. And you can yeah. do it. And I think it's it's you know we just we've got to have the right perspective. We got to have a great prayer life, and we we've, we've got to be willing to look at ourselves honestly. And also, we've got to wrap this episode up because it's already a long. Okay. Time. Well, there's there's one more thing um, that I have on here, and then you know we don't have to spend too much time on it. But the last thing that I want to say is that there's got to be some desire in you to forgive somebody, um, and I don't mean just you know I I said this before and somebody mentioned it to me, but I I used to say you've got to want to forgive them, or you won't and. I don't think that's necessarily always the case because there's a lot of times I don't want to forgive somebody, but I know I still need to. Um, and it kind of goes to one of the points we we're making at the very beginning of how if we won't forgive, 
God won't forgive us. There's got to be some sort of desire um, to forgive that person or it's not going to happen. Like if you're not scared, it like if that verse that uh, that we read in, in Matthew and there's also a verse very similar to it in Mark, if that doesn't, you know, shake you to your core whenever you're having trouble forgiving somebody, then, you know, maybe there's not a, you know, if there's not that desire or that fear to, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen if that's not there because you just, you don't care about it. And so there's got to be some sort of desire to forgiving that person or else it's really not going to happen. Right. And by the way, just want to, I'm not going to make a point out of this, but if you need help with being able to forgive someone and let something go, uh, there, there are some times when people do some really, really terrible stuff to you that is hard to let go of. If you find someone else who can help encourage you to let go of that and guide you with that, that is also another really good way to help, help you get over that is uh, having the aid of, of a, a brother or sister who cares. Right, and I'll, I'll say because, a mediator is, is also useful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, you know, just the, the idea of talking to somebody that's been through things that you've been through is just, it's an amazing thing to do. Talk to somebody that's been through what I've been through to understand how they did it, how they went against, you know, went about it. Obviously they may be different circumstances, kind of, they may, they're different people, but, to understand that you're not the only person that's gone through this. You're not the only person that struggled with forgiving somebody for this certain thing. You can get advice from others. You can get help from other people. So don't right. be afraid to go and ask for help because there are a lot of people that are willing to help you. And a lot of people that may have gone through the exact same thing that you're going through. And there's no way to tell unless you ask. Right, right. Well, boys, we got a bit of a long episode on our hands here. I feel like we've we've covered uh, forgiveness pretty well. What do y'all think? Yep, I agree. We'll probably come back and do another follow-up episode. But uh, if that's all we've got, Isaac, yep. are you, you want to close us out? <clears throat> I'm Isaac. I'm Ryan. I'm Brandon. I'm Caleb. Thank you so much for listening to the King's Advocate Podcast. <laughs>